1: a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening.
0: Hey guys, Jim and Kelly here from Creative Play and Podcast Network. Hello. It is August the 21st, and I hate to push for it, but the word for the day for hashtag RPG a day 2020 is push. So push. Now, this is a hard one. See, investigate. I was all inspired about it, thinking about it, but push is hard.
1: It It is because, you know, it can go a number of different ways. Um, I, I one of the things that I thought of, um, it was just kind of like pretty, random i guess in relates to uh, uh when we had an anniversary for the creative Plan podcast network mm-hmm. remember jazz gave everybody a uh, um it's a telescoping back uh, yeah but to push your miniatures across the board
0: <laughs> it, it made
1: everyone instantly an yeah. army general yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we, that's what he, he, he gave everybody one so that we could move our miniatures, push them on the, the mat from across the table instead. <laughs> it was really great. I mean, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and there was
0: far less banging up against the side of the table because of that.
1: And that's the fact true. That
0: People could retrieve their own dice from across the table without asking <laughs> for a pass around.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought that was a. Fun little item for push because can push my minis. (laughs) Mm, That
0: that's a good one.
1: Um, but other than that, I was like, what? You know, it's not like I've pushed anybody off of a cliff or anything. (laughs) You know, like not that I can think of.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it is funny that you mention that, because push in the tactical aspect of D&D is an actual option that a lot of people don't know about.
1: Well, yeah, it's, I mean, I think um, we've used it only sparingly, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only been a few times that we've, like, used that mechanic in the game. You know, I don't know why. I mean, we're more likely to grapple than
0: yep, necessarily it's, push. Because the, uh, the push or shoving a creature is 5th edition causes it. Uh, you can use an attack action. You can make a special melee attack to shove a creature either to knock it prone or to push it away from you. If you're able to make multiple attacks with an action, attack action, this attack replaces one of them. So the target of your shove must be no more than one size larger than you, which means no shoving gigantic dragons, and it must be within your reach. You make a strength athletics check contested by either their athletics or their acrobatics the target gets to choose which ability they use. So other words, they're going to be slippery and try to backflip out of your push, or they're going to be athletic and just like, look at you funny as you, this halfling jumps on the orcs waist, trying to shove him, and just kind of like snickers at him.
1: Yeah. I think we're much more, we tend to be more the murdering hobo aspect. And if we're going to be more likely to choose to kill the creature, then just, eh, get away. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I think that's, that would be more accurate an approach that we would take. <laughs> so that.
0: Basically, just means I need to give you more cliffs and horrible, you know, precipices to to either have you get pushed off or to have them push, you know, get pushed off to to motivate you to to try different things. Is that what you're saying?
1: (laughs) No, but I did just have like these, this weird image of like the perils of Pauline, you know, the old (laughs) cereals, you know. (laughs) But that's, yeah, I mean... You want to push us into doing something different. You know, we're not all killy-killy. I mean, we're not complete murdering hobos. There's been instances where, you know, you've totally expected us to go that route. And then we're like, nah, we're going to talk to them. <laughs> Come on, like the, uh, the water spirits that were haunting the lake. And mm-hmm. we decide to negotiate with them <laughs> instead of, you know... We'll totally give you that asshole because he deserves to die. Hey, you know what? <laughs> they started it. <laughs> hey, you know, and, and,
0: you know, speaking of pushing a story along, sometimes, you know, as a GM, you do have to push, the you know, do a screen swipe and push the, the, the narration forward. You know, like when players just get like marred in the details of a scene, sometimes it's just like, okay mired yes mired and
1: just
0: push that scene forward and say this is what you're going to next you know
1: yeah that's true
0: you you can tell me what you bought from the merchant we don't need to actually
1: role play the shopping (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that would be a little tedious i guess you know unless that's what you're into i mean hey I mean, it could be fun to haggle for some people.
0: It, it is true. It's it's important to know your audience, you know, at that point. So that way, you know, when and where you should and should not push.
1: Exactly.
0: Just like sometimes you need to give players pushback.
1: <laughs> true. Because, you know, you can't just, I mean, on these games where you can, like, <clears throat> toss in a, uh, a, a uh, you know, a chip or a, saying this happens Uh, you gotta have certain limits on things they can't just let you run roughshod over them Mm -hmm. pushing back is the GM's job I mean if it's too easy where's the fun in that right
0: yeah I mean think about it in like you know fate like like I brought up yesterday fate system allows you to bribe players to push the story forward because you're like Mm -hmm. okay we're bogging down car drives by and shoots at you here's a fate point and then if the player looks at you and goes uh here's two fate points or push some fate points my direction to shut me up and, and continue with what you're doing yeah because sometimes it <laughs> is good to have that and
1: ninjas kick in the door
0: and scene
1: <laughs> yeah and sometimes especially like when you're fate and you're out of fate like the chips, I'm like, oh yeah, mm. that that those are really tempting. I I will do that. I will take it.
0: <laughs> it's like I, I like having a fate chip, fate point or two to use. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll uh, push my luck there and see where we end up.
1: Yeah, uh, but you can also push people's buttons with uh, their backgrounds uh, in D and D Fifth Edition. Mm, so like one. their flaw. Playing mm-hmm. playing play the How inspiration card. Have you kind of like thrown alcohol at my, you know, druid whose flaw is? Hey,
0: (laughs) you know, if it wasn't for your druid having that flaw, you wouldn't run into half as many drunk sailors as you have.
1: Oh, no, I totally start shit. (laughs) I mean, there's no, there's no reason to, you know, worry about whether, you know, you just put me in a town, have the others follow to try and keep me out of trouble because I will start shit. Like, speaking of pushing buttons, I mean, my character, not only is her flaw, you know, uh, um, when she starts drinking, she can't stop. You know, it's very hard for her to stop, but one of her bonds and stuff is that she will pretty much do anything <laughs> To, uh, uh, get revenge on the Malkantar, which is the, um, uh, the evil faction that we came up for, Mm -hmm. for high sea shenanigans. And, uh, when we were in, uh, the, the town, um, and they were celebrating the, the fest, the festival of masks, I can't remember the name of the town right this second, but, uh, so sure enough, There's a Tar in there, and (laughs) my character, I didn't know she was the captain, you know. (laughs) Not that it would have stopped me, but my character hates them so much for the horrible things that they have done um, that... (laughs) And I knew I wasn't allowed to actually, like, start stuff, as I used air quotes. But, <laughs> I mean, it was just a little process agitation. I just made a stinky aroma around her, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which pretty much started, and, you know, some insulting words and stuff, and pretty much pushed her buttons to the point where she... Oh, God, she tried to have me assassinated. Yes, oh yes, she God, did. I almost died, I, like, twice in those. Oh, my God, that was horrible. And we had no cleric. Yep. When you start a fight with someone whose flaw
0: is she is vain to the point of ruin, and you put <laughs> fart spray on her, that that kind of becomes a personal thing between two ladies.
1: Yeah, and she did not appreciate it and made her feelings known. Yes, yes. Yes, she did. There there was a little, little violence there. There was, yeah, quite a bit of violence. Not in the shop, per se. Well, there was some negativity and there was... Really, really close to violence, but it was just backed off a little, like a dagger into, a, 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 you know, a pillar of wood. Other than that, you know, but then oh, oh, the shit hit the fan later. My goodness. A
0: little uh, air elemental summon to come jack up your parade, so to speak.
1: Oh, man. If it hadn't been for Thunderwave... I'd have been dead a couple times over. <laughs> uh, if it
0: wasn't for your meddling spells, my elemental could have flew you into the air and dropped you on the pavement.
1: Yeah, but. <laughs> or the river, whichever. Either uh, would have been good, right? You know. But thank goodness there were canals, too, and the monk leveled. <laughs> yes,
0: and, and that's when he went the way of the four elements.
1: Yeah, so. So he uh, had a magic
0: uh, range attack, which really made him a lot happier.
1: It made me a lot happier because he caught me.
0: <laughs> Having that cool ability to 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 jump a little extra height is always a good thing.
1: Yes, but I made my displeasure known for her. I pushed all the right buttons. It's
0: almost I like some he, revenge back. It's almost like you saw Malcantara and you saw Red.
1: I did. I did. They are they are a huge red flag for my character. You know, having them kill my father's village, leave me for dead and they tortured him and, and on top of that, they killed our original captain and stole our maps, mm-hmm. tried to kill us on that ship. Yeah. And, and so. burned
0: a lot of your charts and blew up the back half of oh, no, your ship. Oh no, they stole.
1: Yeah. So it's like, sorry, not sorry. But that is the way you go when you're on the
0: high seas and you're having
1: shenanigans. (laughs) Yes. My character tends to start those shenanigans.
0: It'll be nice to get back to that actual game. and Not not the side quest game with the Tritons, but uh, the actual game game.
1: Although I do like my Triton, but it would be nice to get back to my Druid.
0: Well, on the plus side, the Tritons will help give some backstory to the adventure and you know find out why the sahogan are evil or as michael would say mm.
1: sahogan sahogan <laughs> i know nothing <laughs> and and another one I'll throw out there for
0: push by the way is pushing your luck as a gamer you know sometimes you know it's it is epic story moments when you push your luck and you know you could even try to uh help motivate pushing the luck by seeing if you can push for advantage depending on what the game mechanic is mm-hmm. whether it's using inspiration in D, you know saying hey i'm gonna do something really stupid but it's okay because i'm gonna do it with advantage <laughs> or other games like Mutineer zero where when you roll your dice you can choose to push and re-roll your dice. And then of course if something happens, something really, really bad then happens. Which that's always fun to see. <laughs> or like in Free League's, Free League's other game uh, you can push and it gives the GM points that he can use for his NPCs to do epic, cool stuff. And Solaris. So pushing is a good thing. You know? Push your players, push your luck, push your adventure along. <laughs> you know, it's about push, 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 like that old uh, Twilight Zone episode. Push, push, push.
1: Hey, can you push my mini over there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> can you push me forward yeah, three squares? The...
1: <laughs> <laughs> not no, ne- no, flanking. <laughs> not
0: next to the big creature they can push and shove.
1: <laughs> or the. Ironically enough, we use pushing maneuvers in uh, world of Warcraft quite a bit this is haymaker true. it's nice <laughs> playing a colterran
0: and using that haymaker to knock the enemy back 20 feet and then they yeah. have to waste time running back at you as you smack them again <laughs> I mean in fourth edition there was a lot of push and pull they, they literally had that as a game mechanic that you could forcibly push and pull characters so if you played things right with your rogue they were all about moving targets around the battle map and kind of missed fourth edition for what it was
1: hey uh a lot of people didn't like it but i think it had some uh good qualities mm-hmm. and,
0: and it was lots of experimentation on the point of wizard because they wanted to try reinventing the wheel which which gave them you know a lot of cool things that they tried out that people liked like cantrips you know at will spells cantrips, you know. yay! So it's 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 good to push your limits like D&D when they tried something new. You know, I'll I'll even throw it out there as GMs and players. Push yourselves to try different RPGs because the more RPGs you play, the more things that you learn that you do and do, do not like. Mhm. Cuz there's you know some RPGs out there where you can have an entire years worth of play happen in, you know, one or two you know, actual games. As opposed to other ones, you guys went five minutes in the battle in three three sessions. <laughs> so sometimes for folks that like to story forward their games, maybe getting something that's less, that's more like Powered by the Apocalypse, where they can just say, I do this, one roll, and the whole scene plays out with the results of that one roll, as opposed to something that's turn-by-turn based like D&D. <laughs> you know, whereas in... Powered by the Apocalypse, it's the I embrace danger, that's the entire fight role, and then the GM and the player swaps back and forth describing how the battle played out depending on what the results are Good point Yeah, so so push yourselves to try new things, and try things in different ways, you know Try using spells in different creative ways, you know, push your GM to see if they'll make judgment calls on spells and different things because that's always fun Mm -hmm. too and uh, push yourself as a player for more roleplay or different types
1: of characters. Yeah, yeah. push yourself to use the uh, backgrounds. I mean, that's what they're, you know, designed for is to help, you know, Oh, definitely more.
0: You, yeah. Using your backgrounds will definitely increase your fun in the game because, you know, it gives the GM more of an excuse to push your character with their backgrounds. As well as,
1: and I know, and uh, when people are new to it, the 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 role charts are really good, but don't be afraid to push it and make your own. Mm -hmm. Definitely customize that background uh, and put in your own flaw or your own uh, personality trait and bonds. Um, the charts are a great guideline, but you don't have to, you're not married to them. <laughs> you don't have to, you know, you can push the limits of your imagination.
0: Yeah. And as a player, you can always, when you level up or some milestone happens for your character, ask the GM if you can push your background into a different direction now.
1: Sort of like in, uh, Dresden, the asp- that the fate systems where, um, just through play, you could develop new aspects. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. One that's really good at that is the new, uh, fake Cthulhu is, you know, at, you can actually get corruption as aspects. So when bad things happen, you know, Cthulhu wise, your aspects actually mutate as your character mm. pushes the limit of what a mortal can do in the eyes of Cthulhu. <laughs> mm. Now you have tentacle arms. What are you going to do oh, with joy. tentacle arms? Um. <laughs> well, it's the 1960s in this time travel adventure. I'm going to invent a certain form of anime.
1: <laughs>
0: oh God!
1: <laughs> now you're, yeah, you're pushing. It. <laughs> have I uh,
0: have I pushed the boundaries enough? Yeah. Okay, so that's probably a good place to wrap it up there for hashtag #RPGADay2020. For push, can you push it? Uh, I just had to throw the Warriors reference out there because you know.
1: Yeah, but no. I pushed it too far. Yeah.
0: Well, if you push, even if you push the fourth wall too far, it will push back. Just as Deadpool. Alrighty, that's a good place to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the 5th Edition and Scion, Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion Hero to Ragnarok Story. Thank you for listening.